0: This is a presentation of Man Breed. Man Breed. Man Breed. Hello and welcome to Man Breed Live where we break down the man's perspective on relationships. I'm your host Michael McLennan, at least one of your hosts uh and to my left, we have none other than Dr. Thurman Webb. Dr. Webb, how are you doing
1: today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you, maestro. you going to keep us uh, all together. Um, you know, I'm happy to be here. And I'm proud to introduce the man I want to call Sugarfoot, who's going to keep the rhythm happening here, <laughs> Mr. Orlando Boyd. Sugarfoot in the house. I appreciate <laughs> yeah. it, Dr. Webb. That's thank it. you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so
2: excited about Manbreed to be able to share and be able to help so many others, not only... Uh, the males who need to understand more about themselves, but the females. And I think this is going to be an exciting topic that I can't wait to share. So once again, I got to throw it back to the man himself, Mr. Michael McLendon. Mr. McLendon
0: Hey, man, I'm just glad to be here because we have an exciting topic today. And I think a lot of people are going to really chew on some, some meat, some fat, yeah. whatever yeah. they yeah. get today. Because yeah. uh, we're talking about educated women. and Educated women. W- what intimidates Men about women mm. so I, I know mm. doc you got some knowledge that you're gonna drop
1: and uh. it's, it, it's, <laughs> it's from experience you know <laughs> yeah, yeah you get in this place and you, you try to get these degrees and you come across a lot of educated women so hopefully we can provide some insight but uh, you know extends past just the educational journey you know they have to ex- like they have to experience the real world yeah and so uh, you know it's not a monolithic experience so we're we'll gonna talk about that and see if we can provide some insight and make some matchmaking happen.
2: Absolutely, man. I'm I'm so excited. Once again, I think it's, you know, one of those things that need to be talked about and I think being able to talk it out and giving a little bit more understanding, especially from the male perspective. And I'm excited. I'm coming from, of course, many of you already know how my standpoint on my philosophy on the breeds of men. Right. But be able to help break that down and show what's more compatible. That's the key point.
0: Well let's go ahead and dig in. Uh Today, you know, we've always been taught that education is an asset, but education is more than the degrees one has. Yeah. That's a reflection of one's knowledge, understanding, awareness. Uh, for example, a woman may have a lot of degrees, but what are some of the the conflicts that men may have with women who are educated?
1: You know, when uh, when we look at education in general, women have a tendency to access that space at a higher rate than males period you know oftentimes we hear about uh, the declining rate in college as it pertains to minorities but the fact of the matter is is that male education is declining as a whole Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and so when we talk about it in those terms when women go to college there is a smaller pool of men for them to pull from and um, the messages that they receive about how they access education about independence and all of that you know whichever side of the fence you fall on it creates a certain sense of empowerment that predisposes them to have a dominant uh, attitude or a dominant disposition that some men may find, you know, intimidating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we have to be cognizant of that. You know, the days of, of staying home and cooking are long gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are moving towards a society that is is heavy about intellectualism when traditionally it has been about physicality right? and so when we talk about intellectualism that evens the playing field because women are just as smart and in some cases smarter than men Mm -hmm. but for some men that can be intimidating Mm -hmm. and so you know hopefully we can provide some insight not for you to agree with but just to help you understand the field that you are dealing with. Absolutely absolutely. and one of the things that come about is that I think statistics say that
2: uh, the more educated a woman is, most likely when she get those when she get those degrees, that she'll be single.
0: Yeah, it, it, they say that the more degrees, the more formal education, correct? That a woman has, the more likely it is that she's not going to find a mate or a husband over time. In fact, I think it even says, and you help me out, doctor, the divorce rate gets higher a lot of times for our, for women the more education that.
1: Is. Yeah, you know, and uh, we have to be mindful of that statistic too, because okay. you can pull out of that to make that statement true okay but when we look at it in its totality we find it like divorce is just high period right Um, so we could also look at ages 40 and above um, the marriage rate and divorce rate kind of equals out so when we talk about educated women uh, and specifically educated black women having a tough time coupling um, it's generally in between that age of 25 going up to maybe 39, 35-39. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, like me, man, that, that those are prime dating years. Yeah. You know, and so there's something happening there that is delaying marriage and in some cases creating these um jaded attitudes that prevent marriage past 40. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I think it's that that women and men have to be aware that those things are out there. Because we, we like we said, we, we want you to to achieve, we want you to win, but we want you to do that in a clarifying way, so at the least you got to be able to explain it to yourself, right <laughs> um, mm. yeah. well,
2: speaking on when you talk about the marriage thing, and that all to me breaks down to the compatibility, right? yeah, and not to say that every educated woman fits into one category right we' right. say they're educated I mean it becomes certain things putting all men into boxes but that's not the case but we do know that once people become enlightened uh-huh. which is educated they seem to also understand a better uh, knowing of what they want because they know who they are yeah. but then they try to then it comes about that they want, they know what they want and coming along those lines where they say okay what I want in my partner my hmm. mate, there, then, it starts to become where it becomes like a, a little bit of a filter that when it's all shaken down, it's not that many in there that right. fits for them. Yeah. And when we talk about here on Man Breed, I usually come across about the different types of men. And so for educated women who starts to say, you know what, I want this type of man that fits what I want, then it comes down to, depending on where they fit in that, yeah. what breed fits for them. And and from my standpoint, being that my philosophy on the breeds of men, the conventional man, who is very consistent, what he thinks, what he does, what he does for a living, those types of things like that, they typically fit for the more educated woman. Not to say mm-hmm. the educated woman is more dominant or the alpha woman, but she knows what she she knows she, she has a direction, she has a voice, and the conventional man will probably have less conflict. With that woman, and if they're coming to a equal decision type of making, things like that, they could, he, he the conventional man is usually more inept to compromise. Mm, so not, might just support her and not argue with her. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, hey, like I said, sometimes there's a case where you need to go, you know, the decision may be mean and say, hey, we need to go left or right. And the, the man may say, okay, we're going to the left. And the woman may say, no, we're going to the right. Okay, they got to come to a compromise with that. And the other types of breeds are going to be, no, we're going right, and that's the way we're going to go, and it usually causes some type of conflict. Well, the conventional guy, he's going to be like, you know what, you're right. Let's, let's, go, let's go to the right instead of putting up a lot of con- yeah. issues and things like that, which, once again, I'm just using that in, in, a little bit in a microscope because there are more the issues that cause conflict. But that's kind of really a breakdown of it.
0: You, you know, when we're younger, it's kind of like, at least in college, mm-hmm. it, it, sometimes, does she look good? <laughs> Am yeah, I attracted to her? Sure. Is mm-hmm. she smart? Yeah, that's important. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes men, especially when we grow up in the church, we, we think about submission, you know, will she yeah. kind of follow me? But really, as you get older and you become an adult, is, is it realistic for a man to expect a woman to follow him or submit to him? if she's got more education and she makes more money, is, is that even realistic in today's?
1: You know, it's um, for those reasons, it may not necessarily be realistic, but it is realistic to uh, humble yourself or be submissive in, in situations. Like, that is not just an education or male-female thing. Like, men do it to other men, mm-hmm. right? So if I walk in a room and Orlando is is, is talking about Uh, you know, producing television shows and radio shows. That's not my area of expertise. So I humble myself, I keep my mouth closed, and I learn as much as possible, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It becomes a problem uh, in mainstream society when you just outright tell a woman she needs to humble herself, keep (laughs) her mouth closed, and try to learn something. But the fact of the matter is that's exactly what needs to happen sometimes. Mm -hmm. It needs to happen for men and it needs to happen for women. Mm-hmm. When we talk about educated women, the thing that that I see uh, to be problematic is that when men are not as engaged in education, the value hierarchy is different for them, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm in, if I'm talking to this woman and we have chemistry, and let's not confuse chemistry with compatibility, okay, right? Mm-hmm. So if she ha- if we have chemistry and she has these degrees, which means she values this paperwork. And she values what she's achieved in this space. But I don't have these degrees, and I, I may be a blue-collar guy. Or I may be a guy who just got out there in entrepreneurship, and I made it happen this way. Mm-hmm. I may not necessarily make your Ph.D. a 10 on the value list. To me, it may be uh, six and a half. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I can I I can probably show you more millionaires who didn't go to college than the ones who did. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And she and so she may be talking to me from the standpoint, where you know, I'm a Ph.D. doctor. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, it's cool, but eh." there are other ways. To create value. Mm-hmm. And so, from my experience, I see the conflict there because there is a jock and a position. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I, 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 I'm I, gold just like you go. Mm-hmm. Or I shine brighter than you based on this. And the fact of the matter is, yeah, you do, but only in those situations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? And, and, and everybody is fighting for this comprehensive uh, stamp of value. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just some people have it more intrinsically than others. And so women who are heavily involved in education and have these PhDs, like, don't get me wrong, especially for minority women, Mm -hmm. like, it takes a certain level of ethnic fortitude in order to to make those achievements. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you from personal experience, like, nobody really... Unless they have a doctorate, they really don't quite understand the intricacies of getting a doctorate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when you're even talking about it, going through the process, people kind of look at you like my homeboys look at me like, yeah, man, that's cool. So, man, uh, LeBron (laughs) playing tonight, though. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm, And I'm mm -hmm. like, I can't watch it. You know, Mm -hmm, I got to go do research. And they're like, well, man, you can at least watch the halftime. Right? Because they don't quite understand it. Right. And I think those things are at play when women start talking about their degrees and trying to create their value. I really think when they talk about it in that sense, man, it's really a projection of some sort of insecurity. Because, like, nobody, nobody really wants to hear you boast about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, don't tell me what you do. Tell me how you're happy. And I think one of those things that kind of circle
2: back to that is, and I still come back to maybe even the breed that the woman was subjected to in her upbringing, meaning uh-huh. was, was a father in the play. Yeah. Or did she have other strong men or other types of men that, that she saw Mm-hmm. And then could be able to say, you know what, this is what I like in a man or seeing how all those things come together f- far as into the education, because everything Doc, uh, Dr. Webb said was correct. And and what we find a lot of times is that if there is an absence of man figure yeah. in their in their upbringing, maybe they were they were reared by a single mother and things like that, mm-hmm. there's this other level of independence that they have in their mindset. And fundamentally we do know that men have this role of providing, you know, being uh, security for, for, you know, for basic manhood. But when a woman takes that on and knowing they have to provide and do all those things, then the the projection in their mind on to where a man can do for them mm-hmm. is different. And therefore, then, if a man, like you say, he's a he's a guy who, who works a regular job, you know, has a lesser education, they're going to be like, okay, what do you know You know, it's going to be those conflicts that happen that be like, okay, what can you tell me that I don't already know? And what Mm -hmm. you can't do anything else for me that I already can't do for myself. Right. You know, so it starts that cycle.
0: Right, because sometimes it seems like uh, relationships can be more about competition. And it can seem like a woman who has education, or let's say not even just education, because that's definitely a great thing, but who is entrepreneurial might tend to try to compete more with the guy than a woman who's not a ceo or let's say who's running their own business so would y'all say sometimes like what turns some of these guys off maybe that the women might be trying to compete in the relationship as opposed to just kind of i don't know flow and grow oh yeah, compatibility
1: yeah you know i definitely don't want to um skew it so that it's like it, the part of the man's mentality is involved in this interaction also. Right. right. And it kind of speaks to what Orlando was talking about, like these different, uh, uh this collage of men, yes. right? This is what man breed live is all about. The collage of men. Mm-hmm. And so don't get me wrong. There are men out there who are very insecure. Mm-hmm. And so they need to kind of have a leg up in order to be engaged in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, But that's not to excuse that we are living in a society that constantly gives the narrative to women that, first of all, you don't need a man, right? Right. And you need to be able to control and take care of yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Don't get me wrong. That's a human narrative. But we, like, it's pronounced for women now. Like, you go to school get your education, be able to take care of yourself, and you don't need a man to do that. Mm-hmm. You don't even need a man. You can have a child and then tell him to go on. You can raise that child by yourself. And I think that's born out of the lack of men. You know, well, fathers teach that, right? Yeah,
0: fathers do yeah. teach
2: that and instill that, but uh-huh. because of the availability of of men when the women reach that certain level of enlightenment, forces that. I mean, there's assimilation. Human, humans... Nature is to, okay, we're going to survive one mm-hmm, way or the other, right, you know correct. what I mean? And so if there is a void there, which in this case we're talking about a void of men that are compatible with them, they they learn and assimilate and, and then be taught. You see the overarching projection of like, yeah, you don't need because you see all this other success. Mm-hmm. And that's not what we're talking about in this. We, we, we're going to champion that women should be doing that, you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, men who have daughters want their daughters to have a certain level of success and not to be putting up with riffraff. When it comes to these, where women may feel say to themselves, you know what? I don't need a man to do this. Like mm-hmm. you said, re- rearing children, you know, having a, what they call the level of success. Mm-hmm. That's when it start. We start to get into those those realms and where we have to have these discussions about, okay, if you are really looking for a man, if you truly are looking for a man or you want companionship, let's call it that, you want male companionship, Mm -hmm. then what fits for you? Then there are certain things and compromises that you have to make. And I think that's where we'll be able to kind of break down what is those types.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, to, to have, um, you know, I, I have some friends who have dated, uh, women, of course, who are MDs, PhDs, um, so forth, so on. And I have friends who who are female who kind of hold high-ranking positions in general. And, um, you know, generally they, they have this disposition that they are in control. And, um, you know, just from informal conversation, they have difficulty taking that off. Right, so at work they are making shifts and they are overseeing big projects and they are in charge of the productivity of of, of their department or division. And then when they come home, um, you know th- their partner may say like she has difficulty taking that off. Right. Like soon as she walks through the door, it's like, all right, you know, how much work have you done since you've been here? And you know, you know, so you've been sitting on the couch since five o'clock when you got home and, and 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 the bathroom's not clean or you hadn't picked up so-and-so and he's looking at her like i went to work and worked eight hours just like you exactly. you know but there's this this he he felt like there was this shift in understanding because she felt like the work she did was more important mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. her status is higher than mm-hmm. his at her job mm-hmm. so the work she did was more important right so she may have read five or six different reports and he may have dug three or four trenches mm, that right. day to, to, to lay some fiber optic line. Mm-hmm. But she still has this idea in her head that what she's doing is more grueling, more important. Takes, um, you know, she has to be in charge of that. And so she comes home with that same attitude. And he's sitting there saying, if I have to be, uh, you know, kind of dominated at work and then come home and be dominated at home, then I have no time to just be. And then that's, that creates, like, that that situation where we're not compatible anymore. Mm. Wow. Mm.
0: Yeah. Uh, let, 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 let's keep it flowing, fellas. Uh, so trying to help, you know, just get a better understanding, what kind of places should what we're calling educated women frequent or not frequent to meet men who are compatible with their type? So, you know, in terms of educated women and just getting out there and kind of meeting some guys that they can have successful relationships with.
2: Well, let me start by this, by saying, like I said, talking about man breed, the, the breeds that are most compatible for educated women, as we said, and established that most compatible, in my opinion, are uh, the conventional men. Men usually do things, you know, but not the other breed, not saying the other breeds are not com- compatible with them. But in in that case, we're talking about higher success. And, and, I, and I equate this to uh, some women or, or not to say that. Searching for a guy or a relationship or whatever—it's like buying a car or a phone, right? Mm-hmm. But most times, most women know what they want. Most times, people know what they want. So, just say, for example, and and follow me here. You're going out and you're looking for a car. Okay. Now, if you already know what type, what make and model you want, you know you wanted that Mercedes S-Class or whatever. That's a different mentality when you're going out searching because you say you're gonna get that car regardless. Mm-hmm. Now, another person may say, I'm going to go get a car, but I need a SUV, right? So now they're saying, okay, I need, I need some transportation. I need an SUV because I need a bigger vehicle, but it doesn't matter. I don't need a specific make or model. I just need an SUV. I may be looking for color or price, Or just close enough to the dealership or something like that. But whatever they have, they may have a Ford, they may have a a Honda, they may have whatever. I'm just looking for an SUV that fits my needs. That's more of a general Mm -hmm. one. Then you got somebody say, Look, man, I just need some transportation. I don't care what it is. (laughs) I just need a car, right? You know what I mean? So they're just gonna go out and see whatever, man, I qualify for that. Good. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Give me that. I'm good. It don't matter. So a lot of times when we talk about women, E- intimidation, those types of things like that. A lot of times when women say, you know what, I don't know what I want, they they go after a certain thing. Not talking about the physical per se. Everybody has their physical wants and stuff like that and yeah. what they like in a guy and all that, or girl, whatever. But it's still, they, they the educated women start to break it down a little bit more. You know what I mean? You they, know, He has to have a little bit of this, yeah. and this and this and this and this. So it starts to fine-tune. It's almost like looking for, you know,
1: you're looking for that –
2: Car, not, no, but that's
1: in. that's the value system, that, right? That's that is the so, value
2: system that you are getting specific, correct? Y- yeah, yeah,
1: because yeah. you got this guy, he's looking at you, he's feeling you, and he's saying, Hey, I'm reliable, exactly, I can get us from A to B,
2: exactly.
1: My AC works inside of me, which means I can comfort you when you're in distress. I'm not gonna disrespect I'm you, I'm not gonna disrespect you, right? Exactly. And she's looking at it and said, But you don't have leather seats, exactly. Exactly. right and I can't connect my bluetooth to
2: you exactly you don't have you don't have the touch screen in the inside right you know? that's right what that's what everybody else is driving right now correct you know what I mean I need I need touch screen I need you know
1: you the car t- talking to me yeah I don't need just a suit I yeah. need that suit to be tailored wow. you know I, so now I got these requirements and I'm sitting there like but but I can treat you with respect yeah and I can adore you mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. say yeah that's cool but 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 you need to have these type of shoes. You need to have Gucci shoes when you wear this, because mm-hmm. yeah. that's the presentation I want to give off. Mm-hmm. That's intimidating. Yeah, you know, it, you know that's. In, I've been in places with what I consider to be my whole self mm-hmm. put together. Mm-hmm. You know, and I got a few accomplishments, mm-hmm. and seeing women who, heart who, who wholeheartedly, will check you out based on. Your appearance and the labels. Yeah. Not even not just looking good, yeah. but what's the labels inside of that? Yeah. And then assess you based on that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. intimidating.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's intimidating because, and once again, like I said, depending on what that woman does, right. you know, like her position and things like that, the guy could have a certain feel. It's like, man, you know, can I? Can I come up against that? You know what I mean? Even when they start to go out on a date or something, you know what I mean? Like he's going to be, he could be clumsy trying to impress her. Right. Because he's like, man, I got to shoot my shot right. Because in his mind, she got it going on so much. There might be some other dudes that's probably trying to do that. So i got to still impress
1: her, you know what I mean? Right, and she's probably giving off this idea, and this is a a, a vague assumption. I want to make sure the audience knows that. Okay. But generally, if she has that type of education, she values that, right? And so if I'm sitting there, and I may have just only graduated from high school, right, but I got everything else, like I'm treating you with respect. I'm opening car doors and this, that, and the other. Like we've seen this play out across Several several media platforms from movies and everything, right? Like, he's a good guy, but he's just a cook. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Which means that stops, you know, and that's intimidating because really that stops being about the man and, and it's about impressing others. Mm-hmm. Which means there's a whole other issue that's inside of this educated woman that needs to be addressed. Right. And that's a whole other conversation. But still, for the cook who sees this nice woman, mm-hmm. who wants to have this conversation... That's intimidating, because like we've said before, like, if, if a guy walks into McDonald's and the girl is cute enough, she got a shot. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But if, but, yeah. but if the woman walks into McDonald's and the guy's cute, he don't have a chance. Right. Right? Because he works at McDonald's. Yeah. 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 You know, that's one of the things that, you
2: know, a lot of times, you know, guys, you hear this all the time, that you say, well, when guys, as fellas, and fellas be like, hey, man, I met this girl. First thing, the other guy's going to say what she look like.
1: Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying?
2: Right. But women and the group of women and say, hey, I met this guy. What's their first question to ask? <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? Right. You right. know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> just how it is, you know. So we then start to, once again, come back to the intimidation factor into it. That already sets into the guy in his mind. Yeah. Set, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, there are some breeds of dudes who don't care. Right. They ain't intimidated by it. True. You know what I mean? And that's where the women <clears throat> may find the <clears throat> conflicts
1: at. That's
2: Doctor Webb. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you know, men who secure into themselves, right. but I, but here's the trade-off with that. A lot of times with the men who secure with themselves, also have a certain thing where, okay, I, I respect you in your opinion, I respect you in your point of view, but listen, we're gonna go left. Yeah. You right. know what I'm saying? When the decision come, we're gonna go left. Now I can listen, and sometimes I can say, you know what, you were right. We're going to go right, you know what I'm saying, in this case or whatever, but there needs to be a certain level of, of hey, listen, almost as, as you have some women who or people that's in positions, you know you say respect the position. And so if you're in a relationship or you're in a marriage or whatever, mm-hmm. it's a level of respecting the position.
0: Yeah, so that decisiveness uh, may come into play. Yeah, and I like Doctor. Webb, you were talking about how the brothers can be intimidated by what yeah. the sister has, and uh, Mister Boyd, let's say the, the guy's on a date with a young lady, uh-huh. right? And she starts to pick up on the fact that he is a little intimidated mm-hmm. by, and she knows she's kind of got it going on. Education, I don't know, she's a CEO, whatever it is. For sure, but he's somewhat uh, intimidated. What are some things she can do to kind of maybe put them at ease some, if that's possible?
1: You know, from from my experience and from my perspective, be kind. Okay. That's human. You know, that's, that's human. human. Mm-hmm. Just be kind. Be kind and be relatable. Don't put yourself so far up on that high horse that, that, you know, and then stick your nose up. that Can't nobody approach you or talk to you or interact with you. And don't make that 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 shallow assessment of that man, right? At the core, uh, you know what I'm saying, like men want their narrative or their voice to be valued, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, women want it too, but with educated women, I think sometimes men get intimidated because they're like, okay, I'm going to provide you with my counsel. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you some information about this issue. And to do that and have, you know, have a woman come back with this theoretical rhetoric and he's trying to give you practical dialogue can be a bit discouraging, right? So, you know, it's not just about intimidation. It's about the the consistent or frequent occurrence of discouragement. Mm -hmm. So I offer you advice, you shoot it down. Mm -hmm. Or you dismiss me. Mm -hmm. Or when I'm talking, you listen to half of it and go with what you're going to do anyway. And maybe even correcting, or well, constant correcting, right? Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Constant correcting, as if I'm constantly in class. Yeah, you know, like all of those, they they have that an effect on our self esteem, our ego. You know, because you know subconsciously you may be telling him, "I need you to change," mm-hmm. and that's also telling him who you are is not enough right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, how long is that gonna last? Yeah, yeah. Unless you that very submissive need still need to be parented man
2: breed yeah, yeah yeah exactly and there are some dudes that's like that yeah. and you know them you'll know that breed yeah but for the other type that once again we're talking about the conventional type or any type of dude that may be one of those because some like i said we established that some breeds are not going to be intimidated but right. for those that may be let's say first of all like you said uh michael they were on a date Okay, I would say, first, don't automatically assume that if he's acting a certain way that he is intimidated. True. And some that's guys good. could be just good be, call. like, filling it out a little good bit, call. you know what I mean? Just yeah. saying, you know what, let me just fill out, because, you know, typically women say more words than dudes. Right? Yeah. But right. you have some dudes who can talk and everything like that, and once again, that's a, that's a different breed, but we're going to get on the breed this that, for this date who may feel intimidated, right? So one of the fundamentals is don't always assume that he is intimidated. But if you are picking up certain things, the one thing that you shouldn't do is talk so much about yourself. What you said. Mm-hmm. Because if you're talking about yourself, the places you've been and all mm-hmm. that stuff, and he hadn't been there, yeah. then he's going to start to, you know what? He can't relate. Yeah, yeah, he can't relate. Yeah. And then, therefore, then it's going to be a one-way street, and then you is really going to become awkward and everything to that end on it. But I would advise that if you, if it, going into the conversation, if you asking that man questions about things that he's done in his life, mm-hmm. you know, start bringing that out. But by all means, <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. do not ask <laughs> about previous relationships. Yeah, because then it's going to be in some form of comparison as well. So if you do have that inkling that. Is he intimidated by me and everything like that? Start with some general questions about them and then make it relate back to some of the things that you do. But don't go on a boasting trip about all these things that you've done and accomplished and all that stuff like that. Don't talk about your past relationships. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. Who you used to date and all that's, that. That's the recipe for disaster. He will probably not call you back. Right. And, you know, it'll just be, you know, what it is.
1: Yeah, I think you said something that definitely needs to be reiterated. Is is have a conversation about him as a person? Yeah, yeah, and vice versa. Like, yeah. don't don't have a conversation about the benefits of who he is. Like, you know, that, that, that then you starting to to see him as a. Resource to be exploited, mm-hmm.
0: right? So, it kind of drop the mask.
1: Yeah, yeah, but just, just, you know, like I said, don't ask him what he does. Ask him is he happy, mm-hmm. and yeah. then ask him what makes him happy, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. and, and then yeah. talk
1: about that. Yeah, uh, and aspirations because Correct. that should
2: fundamentally be one of your check marks yes. to find out what kind of aspirations this man has. You know, he might be working at a nine to five, but he may have a dream to be a movie maker or something exactly. like that. He might have a dream to start his own business or whatever, but right now he's gotta pay his dues. He's out there on his grind. Right. And right now things he might have a five year plan. So asking those kind of questions and getting him talking about that will be one of your one of your triggers to be like, okay, this guy's but if he's t- if he ain't talking about nothing, yeah. I'm going to I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a ride with you. <laughs> that, yeah. And say leave him alone. Man, all right. You know what I mean? I'm
1: with you on that.
2: So it just like when we talk huh. about any right. any of these shows on ManBreed Live about where the perspective in coming in and filtering out the guys that could be worth your time,
1: always ask
2: that question. That's yeah. a fundamental
1: question. Right? Yeah, because it is not about it's not just about how much money he makes, but it's very very important. Like, can he actually set a goal? Can yeah. he actually follow through with what he said? Mm-hmm. Like, I promise you, that is going to be far more valuable mm. than a comma. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When he tells you he's going to do something, yeah. and he does it. He's going to create a sense of stability and security within y'all's relationship. Absolutely.
2: You got to have some vision. Yeah. He got to have vision. He, he's blind. You can tell a blind guy and a guy with vision just by some basic questions, Man, And <laughs> and once again, like I said, in the in the sense of dating though, you know, they're they're not to say that you can't get into asking the questions about the relationship and things like that. Not just on the first and second date. I, I would I wouldn't get into relationships until, you know, yeah. maybe the second, third date it depend on how that first date went, but definitely not on the first date. You right. know. But sometimes now we live in such a microwave society that they're ready for the first date and then go and be getting for engagement after that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, and and that's and, and once again the motives, all those things that we talk about on the show that plays a part into how the reaction from the man comes into you know what i mean because men can sometimes have motives but we talk about in this case about intimidation that is one of those things that if it starts to be going all these other places that the man mind is not there and things like that you should be able to pick that up right and that's a sign that he may be man
0: that's some great stuff i tell you what let's take a quick pause and we'll be right back with some more man breed Live. Okay, welcome back to Man Breed Live. We've been talking about educated women and what intimidates men about women. Like y'all say, a lot, a lot of guys may or may not be intimidated, but at the same time, are they or are they not compatible right. uh, is the bottom line. So mm-hmm. having said that, I mean, what what type of man do you think is best fit for an educated woman? I've, is a certain type of man, or
1: I mean, a secure man. I mean, that's mm-hmm. across the board. We could apply that, right? But a secure man who is very rooted in who he is and who has integrity in his narrative, like that's that 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 fits, right? because so, he he will have the 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 skill of adaptability that will allow the relationship to kind of uh, kind of kind of bend when necessary, right? And it's it's kind of like this. The engineering formula for skyscrapers like they have necessarily they have to be able to sway Mm -hmm. in order to keep from toppling over. Mm -hmm. And so a very secure man is okay with the sway. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it doesn't infringe on his identity. And, um, you know, it's, you know, from my experience and, and, and having counselees in that space, women who have high degrees, not all of them, this is not an absolute statement, right? But women who have high degrees and, and high positions have a tendency to be that win that pushes up against men. And sometimes mm-hmm. they you know, they have to sway a little bit, but they'll get home and they'll make that correction, you know what I'm saying, yeah. which means they'll get home and they'll own their space, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. they'll say, hey, I understand you was in that position, so on and so, so, so but when that happened, I really didn't care for that. Yeah. So next time, if you can watch that, and we can move forward, like so, it is a very mono mono type of conversation, mm-hmm. not one that is adversarial, mm-hmm. right. but one that that holds That's her accountable for being on his side as they attack the issue. Mm-hmm.
0: That's good. Mm-hmm. That's right. good because mm-hmm. they're on the same team. They're not correct. Yeah, they're fighting. not against each
2: other. Yeah. They're
1: on the same team fighting the issue. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: yeah. And I think uh, you know one of the things that we preference early part of the show is that if the um, The educated woman, her education was attained prior to Mm. the meeting of the guy could have a different effect if she attained the education along with the guy. Yeah. You know what I mean because he can he's going to be there and supporting and all that and you, right. you you guys can work out you know probably saw the the chemistry things and you know all those other things of what the motivation was to get the education then it becomes it, our degree it becomes our degree mm. you know what I mean because <laughs> okay. we've seen that you yeah. know what I mean those yeah. things like that you, you that compatibility worked from the from the get go, correct. And the byproduct of, of it was more education. And if, if he submitted and said, "No, you go get your degree and everything like that," mm-hmm. I'm going to work over here at the auto shop or whatever. Hey, listen, that's that's y'all degree, and that therefore then everybody eats well. And right, this becomes a whole different ballgame. Right, we all invest in. exactly. But we also talked about in the first part of the show about about uh, the education woman educated women being divorced and things like yeah. that. You know, so that comes from a certain level of maturity things could be changing you know Mm -hmm. i mean within the relationship if she got educated prior to or during the relationship or you know once again they she was educated post and they got together whatever all those dynamics come together but the fact of the matter is that usually during education there's a still a certain level of more enlightenment and some people are not at the same place they were when they first got married and those things usually tend to some divisions or separations and things like that as far as from the man breed side of it though typically the breeds that you know like i said everything except for the competitive and the complex breed for me i think they could work with the educated woman and not be as intimidated even if there is some forms of it it's not necessarily a a deal breaker or a a, of a major conflict per se you know i think that most men if they if they feeling secure in themselves, as you mm-hmm. said, Doc, uh, th- it's going to be okay. It's just finding that right fit. And I know we talked about in one of the previous questions where these guys are. I, 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 I say this all the time for some of the single women who come and talk to me and everything like that as far as, you know, where the good guys at, where the good men at. Mm-hmm. I usually I always say, listen, if you are a educated woman, if you're an alpha woman or if you one of those women who, like, you know what you want or whatever – Talk to other guys who are in leadership positions and say, where is this type of guy? You know, because I, I, you should know what you want. Right. And yeah. nobody else knows me but men, you know.
0: And let me, let me just back up and say that I asked that question because unlike 20 years ago, people are on social media yeah. more than they are congregating places a lot of times.
1: Oh, man, I'm going to start started on that. And,
0: and, and so when, when we start <laughs> talking about where, where are they and, and how to kind of get engaged with different people to, to form relationships, it's, it's a lot tougher I think in many ways now. You might be talking to somebody online, yeah. but in terms of going out and actually interacting with people, it's another game. It's another whole... Like,
1: let, let, let's say this, and let's be clear about this, right? Technology has created a convenience but it cannot replace the interaction right Right? there are certain things that are intuitively or intrinsically in, in your body that communicates with the next person when you two are in the same place mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and when you rely on social media or in or any form of technology yeah. you miss that form of communication exactly. now we've already scientifically figured out that the Vast majority of communication comes by way of nonverbal. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Which means I can get a lot more from you if I'm in your presence. Yes. And I can read a lot more about your disposition yes. when I'm in your presence. Because right. as long as you online, you can sell me anything. That's Absolutely. Right. The projections in online can tell Five different stories. Yeah,
2: yeah. You know, because they always say a picture says a thousand words. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people are using that as the communication because Correct. they're seeing everything in it and of it and thinking that is one thing or that tells the whole story about that person. And that's all they want you to see. And sometimes that can be manipulative. And a lot of times, once again, we miss the mark. We miss the mark. Said, being in person and being able to pick up the true vibe, their spirit, yeah. to understand, okay, do we really connect Correct. You Correct. Know, Cause our eyes can tell us, oh yeah, that's what I want. Especially with men. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and I mean and yeah. women yeah, yeah, women yeah, can yeah, see yeah. like, oh man, the way he dressed. You know what yeah. I mean? They're right, looking right. at certain things about them, what he man, that he he perfect for me. Yeah. And they right. get that part in their mind, that figment into it, and that, that imagination get going. And then what happens is that they become when it's not that that disappointment
1: sets in, right? You know what I mean. Right. And disappointment can cut like a knife, right? So let's build
0: up in the beginning
1: because right. it's distance. Yeah. So let, let's let's make sure we make that correlation also okay. that when we talk about women who are highly educated, like what they attach the characteristics they that they attach to high educational achievement or attainment, like then they start to measure other things by that as well, right? So they look at themselves and they say, well. If he has a Ph.D., then he must be ambitious.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And if he has a master's degree, he must be a go-getter. He must have want a good job, just than the other. And then they look at this guy and they say, well, he only has a high school diploma, so he must not be ambitious mm-hmm. or he must not want anything. Mm-hmm. And based on that interaction, that nonverbal, right, you may not have said that to him, but that that slight scrowl on your face or... Inattentiveness when he's talking is speaking to him long before you open your mouth, mm-hmm. and so that's what makes you unapproachable, that's right? <laughs> Even if you are intimidated or insecure, and you're not quite sure how he's gonna uh, 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 interact in this situation, you come off as if you don't want to be spoke to, mm-hmm. and if you then come out to talk to me and like all of this is telling him like you're unapproachable. Mm-hmm. You are not even welcoming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I may have wanted to do something for you like buy you a drink. Yeah. 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 Yeah, <laughs> yeah for real. And and that's a real
2: thing because you know there's some women who who that they present that as a problem like I never know if the guy is interested in me. You know, and the guys who sh- who are blunt and forward, they don't never work out. Because once again, I go back to the type breed that yeah. that breed who is competitive, who wants to come out to be blunt. They're going to be a certain kind of way. They don't care nothing about your, you know, what I mean, they're gonna, yeah. you know, they don't care nothing about your degrees, anything. They gonna like, they like what they like and they see what They got an agenda too, you know what I mean? Right. But for those, when when those women start to shut those guys down, and they wonder like, wow, I don't know why the, you know, the guy at work or the guy at the office, the guy at church, you know. Uh, I never knew that, he, that they liked me. or Whatever they're, they're kind of they they're looking back and saying, you know what, I want to have. I, I do have a chance with her. If I go up and say something to her, you know, I may not be the package that she's looking for. Mm-hmm. And that guy could be also subject to having some issues of himself, especially dealing with rejection. Yeah. So therefore, it's always going to be that that case of lukewarm kind of approach. Right. And once again, we see that that's women are not feeling it.
0: Yeah, so. so. And I hear you, uh, Dr. Webb, you saying that uh, a lot of uh, women uh, like who have education, they they don't need insecure men. And and I know there are only certain breeds, as you said, uh, Orlando, that really work with an educated woman. But what about the ones that are just like completely not good and definitely in terms of the breeds, but also, Doc, in terms of what kind of men are not compatible with women who have, like, a lot of formal education and exposure?
1: It's again, birds of a feather flock together. Like, we don't, you know, you, you, you hunt in your proximity. And um, the, the, the truth of the matter is, if, if, if there's a gentleman who does not have a lot of education, who is not attaining things, then you generally probably don't run in the same circles, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that guy who not only devalues the education but devalues the woman who has the education like i don't think he's good for anybody Mm -hmm. like it's not just the educated woman he's just not good for anybody Mm -hmm. and so like uh you know caution to the wise watch that guy the the person that's coming in to exploit you maybe he may and and like women he don't stand like he may not be wanting to exploit you for your finances he may be wanting to exploit you for your emotions right, to to fill some of the gaps in his emotional puzzle, mm-hmm. right? But he's only doing that so he can sit down at the buffet of your emotions, burp, and then excuse himself, mm-hmm. so like let, stay away from him.
0: Mm-hmm. So let me let me make sure I understand. So when you say a guy who doesn't have education, you don't necessarily mean like the brother who may be an entrepreneur, but he didn't go to college. You mean the one who doesn't know. have goals.
1: And I mean education comprehensively, right? Because yes. I'm not talking, th- yeah, good, good point. Like I'm not talking about the formal education of, Academics. I'm talking about life education. I'm talking about all the way around, but that same because that same guy can exist and have a PhD, right? Right. So it's hard to pinpoint. Like I'm just saying, watch out for that guy. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and the guy, you know, there is a guy who 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 has the high degree that comes along with the arrogance, and he's just as bad.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, you want to watch him too. Yeah.
2: And and, and speaking on. Like I said, the breeds, uh, the complex breed, uh, which I, I say that usually that guy is, is trouble from the beginning. Um, for some reason, though, he has a, a, a very manipulative way of, of attracting certain women and things like that. that. That is not a compatible breed for the educated woman. And, and sometimes, like I said, he can be book smart, but that guy could be street smart. And he can be able to manipulate some things and be able to be attracting to the eye gate, the ear gate, getting really into the, that woman's mind and stuff like that. And it becomes a cycle of abuse and just mm-hmm. all kind of stuff mm-hmm. like that going into it. Um, also, I say the competitive breed. Now, the competitive breed is not always incompatible with the educated woman. But you got to understand that competitive guy, nothing comes first. Than whatever is going after in in his mind and what he's going for, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. That's always number one, and a lot of times women like to be number one in their in their in their, yeah. in, their in their partner's mind. And that competitive guy, money, success, you know, uh, all the material things that that's what he's driven off of. If right. He's if he's an athlete, you know what I'm saying. His love for the game and the sport is going to come first. Yeah, you see. The Michael Jordans and all that, them guys to be the best they can be, nothing comes before them, and so therefore, then yeah. that, if that woman can't submit to that,
1: it's not gonna work. Well, that's a hard role, right? Because when he's not winning in one area, he's gonna highlight the other, one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so you know that that could be a, a area or a minefield of 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 of, of, of conversational or of arguments. Right. Because he may not be making more money than you right now, but when he get up, he's going to say, hey, you need to get up and work out. Yeah. Right. Because I got to win in some area. And when you yeah. ain't working out, you're like, ah, I got you there. And then when, he, when he's making more money, he's going to make sure that you know it. Yeah. You right. know, like like yeah. like Orlando said, like that guy's toxic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So a lot of it comes down to toxic or not toxic I mean, education can help us kind of get out of these bubbles where we are bleeding toxicity
2: and don't know it. Well, I, I would say that it, it, as far as the, in the, you're talking about from the man perspective? Yeah, for, yeah, yeah, all, yeah. All, yeah. Yeah, well, once again, typically in the case of where, you know, why we do this show is to highlight, from my perspective, in terms of types of breeds. Yeah. And for sometimes, some men don't know what they really are. And, I, and I'd like be able to help share that with those who know who they are. And we're talking about from from women who are educated and things like that. What that conflict is, because even as men, sometimes men go after the same type of woman, and it doesn't work. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And they can't figure out why. And it just it's a compatibility thing. That okay, this is what you are. This is what she is. You guys are probably most likely going to conflict. Now there are some exceptions to every rule, you know and I'm saying that right. you know, what we're saying today is is 100 absolute. There's some some exceptions to the rule, but from the whole standpoint while we have more singleness going on now we're talking about what makes people more compatible yes. that is one of the things that I like. I like to say to bring together to understand the breed yeah. then it makes it easier then to go from the temperament and all the other backgrounds and other issues like that to make it come together for a formula to and, and let's
1: let's be clear if you're if you if you are that person who is constantly uh, or you find yourself constantly involved with the same type of person that is the first indicator that you are not completely understanding of who you are. Mm-hmm. Great point. Right? So you need to you need to get back in the lab Absolutely. study self, yep. And and uncover some more truth. That's good. Right? Yep. Cause if you keep p- picking the same person and getting the same outcome, it's not that person; it's you.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: figure out who, what, what the chemistry makeup of yourself is before you try to figure out if you're compatible. Yep. Right. Know the Know your DNA makeup. Know your DNA, and then it helps you to understand the breed. I always say this, and I,
2: and I keep going back into all our previous shows that people who are animal lovers will understand this: is that if you are out looking for a pet. OK, you first understand that it's a pet. It's an animal. Mm-hmm. Then you understand what type of pet are you looking for? And if you say, OK, I'm looking for a cat, a dog, a rabbit, a bird or whatever. But then even you breaking it down from that, if you say I'm going for a dog, then you have to understand what type of dog mm-hmm. is best for you. Mm-hmm. There are different breeds of dogs. So not. Every dog is compatible. If you live in a, in a one-bedroom apartment, yeah. do not get a Great Dane. He's probably going to tear up the place, <laughs> exactly. you know what I'm saying, and drive you crazy, too. Right. You know, so you have to understand that that's important for whatever you where you are and what fits your needs. And so, as Doc said, you have to understand yourself first. If you keep going through the same problems, understand yourself first. That'll help you big time. And yeah. then from there— Listening to the Man Bree live show will help you That's right. understand <laughs> men That's right, and then right. find the right one for right.
0: it. So, now bring this thing back to uh, educated women. Uh, a lot of educated women believe that there's just not enough men out there. So, you know, you just think they're going to be single for the rest of their lives. Yep. But, but then there are some educated, successful women who are married and, you know, they have seemingly healthy relationships. Yeah. So, what do you say to encourage the single, successful sister?
1: You know, um, the, the the truth of the matter, statistically, uh, the 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 man pool is 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 smaller, right? And so, generally, um, men have more options than women. It, it just it is mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, when it when it comes to relationships and, and and educated women in relationships, really relationships in general, people need to understand the commitment, like like the true commitment to to moving through. A relationship Like that is a a—it's not to be taken lightly And I think sometimes people Just kind of look at it And they figure like Ah uh, you know I think I'll look good in that You know And nah, I can wear that It's cause I'll go to this event or I'll go to this gala And I'll wear that And then I'll get home And I'll take it off Which means I'll get home And then I'll get my me time Back to myself And you're not really You know Life is not A, 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 a Louis Vuitton high heel You know Life is more Uggs. That shoe you put on every day that you find comfortable, you know, it may not necessarily look the part in every situation, but that's your go-to shoe. You know, that's 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 more of what relationships are about. Now, that, that's not to say that you can't dress it up, mm-hmm. but you're gonna have more Ugg days than you are Louis Vuitton high heel days. Mm-hmm. And, and you gotta be—that's that's that's the reality of the situation because life is constantly happening. And so, like, I think people have an idea they have a a a happily ever after idea about it Mm -hmm. and uh you know more headstrong uh people and in this case more headstrong women are insistent that that's going to happen and in some cases their expectation may not be in line with reality so like that that needs to be addressed Mm -hmm. you know but for men like it's intimidating to just want to be who you are Mm And at every turn, somebody insists that you be something different. And while they're insisting that, they calling you crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. You're expecting me to be somebody different, and then you calling me crazy. Or you calling me less than in some shape, form, or fashion. And you may be doing that subconsciously. Right. So, again, like, you know, women need to really mind themselves to see what messages or, or what are you telling your man before you open your mouth. Mhm. Yeah, and, and that I mean that hit it right on the head. I, I would also
2: say this though that if you are at a certain place in your life and and there's talking to women and men too and you know if you looking for the perfect one or you know that's the that's the first thing you want to get out of the, out of the way. There's a I would say that there is a perfect person for you that's not perfect. Okay. Now, the key is you also have to understand you make yourself Perfect for them, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and that's a lot of times people keep missing that they keep missing. Okay, let me assess the issues that I have now. Like they always saying, and I know you say about that all the all time and doctors well, like two broken people can't be completed. Yeah, can't can be can't be complete. But a lot of times when we talk about the intimidation and the education educated woman and whatever like that, uh, you know. I, I I see this problem not with all women, but there's some that just feel into themselves that when they go through all these things, they're entitled to what they want. Mm -hmm. Remember I used the analogy about the car and everything. They feel like, hey, I'm working this hard. I I deserve to get this Mercedes or whatever like that in on it. And that then opens up a certain level of entitlement, you know, And, and so therefore then it comes to that projects to certain men that then offers a rejection that they like, you know what, I'm good on that. Right. Especially, let me say this, too. Let me, let, me, let me kind of throw this out from the, from the, mm-hmm. the male perspective, too. That if, if, if a guy who's, if you're saying to yourself, you know what, I want this guy in this package or whatever, and he may have some education and have some things about him in, in and of himself. The reality is some guys could feel like, okay, you're of a certain age, and if you had never been married and have no kids, that to, that to that guy gives off some red flags. Yeah. Okay. What is the real reason why you're not married? Right. At this age, and you look you look good. First thing you're gonna think, okay, the issues got issues. Yeah. So then, therefore, then there's gonna be probably you know what? Uh, well, let me let me let me play off of this. Yeah. You know, the guy's not gonna take it serious. And in this day and age, like I said, in this microwave society, women like to make sure that. Oh, dude, you got to be feeling me. They, it's this game that goes around circle to yeah. circle. You know what I'm saying? You need to be communicating to me. When I text you, you need to text back in 20 minutes. Don't be waiting three hours and all this yeah. other stuff. This entitlement, remember, I, I keep right. saying that. That that usually presents a problem for the guy who's not compatible. Or if he is compatible, he's going to be like, okay, let, let me see what you talking about. This language, this unspoken
1: language again. Yeah. That, Start speaking something. So let let, let me say this, this cause you, you you brought up a very good point, right? You talked about this, this idea of perfect women have an idea of perfect. Yeah. And in, within their idea, there's this black market definition of perfect. And then men have their idea of perfect in a definition. Yeah. Generally, most men from, from my sessions, they have this underlying feeling like perfect is like, I'm not allowed to make the wrong decision or I don't have a lot of room to make the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. Which means like women have this idea of perfect to be absent of flaw. Right? That that is a traditional definition of perfect. In a relationship, perf- the the perfect definition is not absent of flaws. Perfect definition is the consistent and frequent motivation to be better. Mm. That's perfect. Mm. That's good so I it went, so so when you say I want a perfect man you're saying I want a man who consistently and habitually is motivated to be better than he was a minute ago yeah it is if you got if you get that man because a trying man is everything mm-hmm. that's a perfect man that's
0: good
1: that's a man that recognizes like I have flaws, but for you I'm committed to this process I'm willing to work on them man. now that's that that exceeds his salary. And that exceeds what he drives. That exceeds how he dresses. Because that man is going to be attentive to you. But if you figure, like, because I'm a doctor, I need a doctor, you're you going to miss him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but because I drive a Mercedes, he needs to at least drive a C Class. You're going to yeah. miss him. You're going to miss him. Yep. Because while your car in the shop and you got to wait on the loaner, his car's never broke down. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that like that needs to that 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 has some some value yeah. in it too. No yeah. doubt, no yeah. doubt.
0: Yeah, yeah. What I, what I what I hear y'all saying is uh, not being so selfish on either side of the boat, but really being nah,
1: not being so self-centered. 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 Okay. Self-centered. Yeah. And break the break. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Elaborate on. I mean, that's it. Yeah. That 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 that's yeah. the biggest thing into it, and and that's why I say you got to ask yourself into that. These are the questions that come into <clears throat> when they say about the intimidation or basically coming back to why they're, why they're single. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that assessment, mm-hmm. that self-assessment assessment. that has to come in, into play yeah. You know, in, into oneself because if you have a certain level in confidence in yourself, because it has nothing to do about your confidence and everything and your yeah. achievement and all those things, those are beautiful. Yeah, But you have to assess yourself when you get to a point and you say, okay, what is the issue? And not that blaming, it's the guys. Yeah. Because mm. we as fellas, we know that there's a lot of eligible guys out there. For sure. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just that they hadn't got to mesh point. But right. that's what Man Bree Live come in at. We're going to help you find
0: Ooh, that. Y'all did a lot of unpacking today. I yeah, think well, this that. was, you know, yeah, helpful a, a lot of ways. That's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, this sir. This was great. This is great, brothers. Let, let, let's wrap up. I, look, I hope everybody uh, who's listening enjoyed. Uh, any final thoughts from you, Dr. Webb, and then you from Orlando?
1: Nah, just, you know, stay and hang in there. And yeah. remember, like, your relationship is a process that sifts you. And so, um, you know, we see relationships through all things us. So, you know what I'm saying, man is to try to help you get some perspective. But at the end of the day, you still got to do the work. That's right. And that's, the, he just took it right up that work. Because we work for our education,
2: right? We go to school, we put in them hours. You do them, them exams and tests and everything like that. You put in that work yeah. to get that. Please don't underestimate the work that you have to put into you into self and into the relationship to make it work. Because it has to work to make it work. There you go. You know what I mean. So
0: just remember that makes all the sense in the world. All right. Till next time, you've been listening to Man Breed Live.